Hi, I'm Barry Lee with 92.5 Wink FM and excited to be here at Rouse City Hall hosting the second season of our City of Winchester's podcast, The Rouse Review. We do this twice each month on the second and fourth Thursday. Little adjustment here with the uh, schedule, but we explore city services, programs, and events and discuss information that you need to know. So we appreciate your tuning in each month. Now, up first, the Council Bluff, or bottom line upfront recap of the March 31st, 2020 Council meetings. During the regular meeting, Mayor Smith announced that four councilors were participating in the meeting remotely due to the pandemic, urged residents to abide by the stay-at-home order and group ban issued by the governor. After a public hearing for which no public comments were received, City Council adopted an ordinance to address inconsistencies with personnel procedures in City Code. Council also discussed a resolution providing increased flexibility for the city to ensure the continuity of government services during the state of emergency resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic. The provisions are in accordance with Virginia and City of Winchester laws and regulations and will expire six months following the conclusion of the emergency. The ordinance was forwarded to the next regular meeting for official vote. Currently, Council's process for considering and acting on ordinances, as outlined in the City Code, surpassed those required by the Code of Virginia. Therefore, Council discussed a proposed ordinance that would more closely align the City Code with the Code of Virginia, resulting in improved flexibility when actions are time-sensitive to achieve favorable financial results. The changes included in the ordinance would allow the City to act quickly in adopting ordinances relating to emergencies, securing financial opportunities, issuing or refinancing debt, and or reducing city expenses. At the work session, Winchester Public School Superintendent Jason Van Huculum presented the school board's proposed FY21 budget request to council for consideration while discussing the budget options. Dr. Van Huculum requested approximately $570,000 from city council to close the gap between what they need and the funding they receive from state and federal sources. The school system is experiencing some natural savings with the schools being closed in this fiscal year, but FY21 is a little unknown at this point due to the pandemic. They're doing their best to be flexible and ready to make adjustments according to the changes that may come in the next three to six months. Interim City Manager Mary Beth Price provided an overview of the city's FY21 budget options and discussed the tax rate ordinance for calendar year 2020. No real estate or meals tax increases are planned for this year's budget. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the city may not meet its budget revenue projections in FY21. Therefore, several current cost-cutting measures that have been implemented recently are expected to carry over into the next fiscal year. These include hiring freezes, travel cancellations, delays in starting new projects, unless they impact the safety and security of the community, and more. After further discussion, Council directed staff to propose more options with additional budget cuts for further discussion at the April 14th regular meeting. For more information on these topics and to view the agenda packet, visit the City of Winchester website and click Council Meeting Agendas under the Government tab. So the hot topic of conversation obviously this month, understandably, COVID-19. This is not something many, if not all of us, have ever experienced before. And We're learning fast and sort of adapting as we go. We have with us today two special guests. 
to provide information about COVID-19 in Winchester. Communications Director Amy Simmons and Development Services Director Sean Hirschberger are here to talk about current recommendations and mandates as well as some programs that have been implemented to help local businesses. So we'll start with COVID-19 update and welcome to the mic, Amy. Thank you, Mary. Usually I'm behind the scenes driving everyone crazy with my production changes, but now it's my turn to sit at the table. I just wish it was under better circumstances, though. Um, I did want to mention that Scott Kensinger, our emergency management coordinator, was planning on being here today, but as you can imagine, uh, with the dynamic and overwhelming nature of this coronavirus response that we're dealing with, he had several other very important things he had to attend to today, so you're stuck with me today. <laughs> well, completely understandable, and we don't mind at all, Amy. <laughs> and I'm sure you've also been busy with getting information that seems to be constantly changing out to the community. Uh, when Scott was on our last podcast in early March, we were talking about Flood Awareness Week, and there was only a few positive cases in Virginia and none in our Lord Fairfax Health District, and now there's over a 1,000 in Virginia and some in Winchester and Frederick County. So. A lot has changed over the last several weeks, and where do we stand as of this recording on Wednesday, April 1st? Right, Barry, everything, not just the numbers or cases of cases, it changes daily, if not hourly sometimes, and it's kind of hard to keep up. But uh, as of today, we now, we know of 22 confirmed cases in the Lower Fairfax Health District. That's three of those are in the city of Winchester and 10 are in Frederick County. And thankfully, there have been no deaths to date. But keep in mind that th there is a delay in reporting due to testing. So the Virginia Department of Health reported last Friday that we should see a surge in cases this week and next week. The increase, of course, will be the result of testing from the previous week. That takes a little while to, to get those results. Well, we've been stressing to people about how they protect themselves and uh, social distancing. It really helps, doesn't it? Absolutely. Everyone that we've talked to from the state, local feds, everyone is talking about how germs spread. They, they spread by touch, which is why you should wash your hands and disinfect services often, and by breathing air contaminated with those germs. It is proven that when someone sneezes or coughs without covering their mouth and nose, the germs will disperse into the air. If someone walks through the air cloud and breathes in those germs, they will get sick, most likely, and will likely spread those germs to people. And that can even happen before they realize they are sick. Right. But the cloud becomes less potent the more it is dispersed into the air. So that's why social distancing, which means that you stay at least six feet away from others, is strongly recommended. And it's a lot easier to do that outside. I mean, our spring weather is here, and uh, I know we haven't seen the peak of the infections yet, but I'm sure people are growing tired of being inside. That, uh, mm -hmm. They may want to get outside more, enjoy some activities like walking in the park or playing some outside games. So. Social distancing, even though we're in the big outdoors, that's still needed outside too, right? Yes, even in outdoor areas, we still need to make sure that we, are, we adhere to social distancing, as well as the governor's ban on group gatherings and recommendations about washing hands regularly, disinfecting often, and staying home if you're sick. That's most important. Right. The more people that get out and about, the more likely they are to spread germs to more people. We really need people to stay home as much as possible so we can hopefully stay healthy and not overwhelm our health care system. Governor Northam issued another order on March 30th that made the stay-at-home recommendation a directive, except for certain circumstances. So can you give us a rundown of those allowable circumstances? Sure. Uh, there are extremely limited circumstances include, that include leaving your home to seek medical attention, go to work, get care for family or household members, 
obtain goods and services like food, prescriptions, or government services, and engage in outdoor activities. So long, as we mentioned, you adhere to those strict social distancing requirements and avoid groups. Governor Northam also urged Virginians to limit those trips whenever possible. All right. Now let's talk about city services and any changes that may have occurred as a result of the pandemic. Sure. Well, as everyone knows, we closed all city facilities to the public on March 17th. And more recently, we had to close playgrounds, athletic fields, and outdoor basketball courts in all city parks. That includes Jimbernet Park and the 13 neighborhood parks located throughout the city. We're still collecting trash and recycling and maintaining all other essential services like utilities and social services. Wind trend, however, our public transit system has reduced their hours. They're still running, but their hours are reduced and they're adhering to the 10 person requirement. We are encouraging people to do business with the city through our available resources on our website. A lot of our staff are teleworking and are available by phone, email, and mail. We also have several drop boxes. Those are located outside City Hall, Timbroke Public Safety Center, and the Creamery Building, and that's at 21 South Kent Street. And that can be used for dropping off correspondence, bill payments, or completed forms for staff. We know um, Barry, these are very, very difficult times, and we are working with our residents and businesses to do whatever we can to be flexible and ease the hardship as much as possible. Well, we appreciate this, Amy, and uh, it's good information. Anything else you'd like to add before you go? Well, I always like to uh, encourage city residents and businesses to regularly check our coronavirus webpage at winchesterva.gov coronavirus for current information because we update that very regularly several times as much as possible throughout the day. And we also want people to sign up for our notification system, subscribe to our electronic newsletters, and follow us on social media. These are the quickest ways to get information about and from the city. Links and more information to all of our communication channels are available on the city's website. Just click communications under the de department tab. All right, Amy, thank you very, very much. Appreciate your helping us out at the table. Thanks, Barry. And now let's move on to our second guest, Sean Hirschberger, Development Services Director for the City. Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks, Barry. Thanks for having me. So now with social distancing, the group ban, the new stay-at-home directive, and the governor requiring some businesses close during the pandemic, I can only imagine this is really hard on our local businesses. So what are you hearing out in the community? You're right, Barry. It is uh, extremely difficult for our local businesses, especially smaller businesses. Uh, you know, the thing that people think about most often right now are bars and restaurants and they are you know they they're they're definitely experiencing the the brunt of this but you know really the the impact has been really industry wide or, or over every industry you know think of any any business that's uh, dependent upon people gathering together gyms uh, performance venues we have several small businesses that you know their their businesses built around you know having uh, arts and crafts parties you know none of them can actually function right now uh, and it goes so much further than that too you know the tourism industry when you think of you know a lot of businesses that we as locals don't interact with uh, on a daily basis but they employ a lot of people in this community and their numbers are going down significantly just like everybody else's and you know it's it's really impacting pretty much every business sector right now and uh, you know, it, it's obviously hard, but one thing that, you know, on a positive, we're trying to look at the positives here, yeah. the community has shown a lot of resiliency and a lot of community spirit uh, 
focusing on you know supporting local businesses uh, a lot of restaurants are doing takeout right. uh, we do have up on the old town website there is a, a, a page that shows what services people are providing right now and we're also working together with uh, winkfoods.com to kind of share you know their updates as well because it's more of a citywide platform that we just don't have time to replicate that. Yeah, yeah. So what resources are available now to help our local businesses? So one thing that has been positive is uh, we have really on a regional level banded together uh, Winchester, Frederick County EDA, Clark County EDA, uh, SBDC, and Chamber of Commerce as well. Uh, we're all working together to kind of share resources and put things up on a kind of communal website. Uh, easiest thing for me to do is say, if people are looking for resources, if you go to developwinchesterva.com, in the middle of the homepage, there is a bar that will take you to the regional uh, resource page for, for business resources. And that it, that's a, it has a world of information for, for people to sift through. There is a lot though. Uh, there, is a, there are a lot of programs and they seem to be changing on almost a daily basis. Uh, so, so really the biggest, the biggest tool right now are programs coming through uh, Small Business Administration that are uh, as a result of the CARES Act that was passed last week. Uh, there is a paycheck protection program that, that's geared towards small businesses helping helping them retain employees for an eight-week period. Uh, and there, there, are, there are too many programs to sift through right now, but what I would say is go to the website, uh, follow the directions, go find the resources, and while you're there, you can find contact information for myself and Shirley Dodson. We have shifted to uh, primarily focusing on helping people find resources, help them, helping people go through the processes of resources. Uh, so we're, we're here to help. Uh, in addition to that, we did, as Winchester EDA, we did create a disaster relief funding program for small businesses. That is a $5,000 uh, loan with no payment for six months, no interest for two years, and then 2% interest after a two-year period. Uh, that is focused uh, solely on small businesses under $2.5 million of uh, um, revenue under 25 employees and having a physical storefront in, in the city. In addition to that, council has approved uh, resolution R202013. Uh, this directs the city treasurer, commissioner of the revenue to not impose penalties and interest upon certain local taxes. Think of like meals, transit occupancy, admissions taxes, uh, and that, that lasts for the life, lifetime of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, it allows businesses additional time, pay certain taxes. They, they have no penalties, interests, or collection activities. And council's also strongly recommended that city treasurer not undertake collection actions uh, upon any business that fails to pay any taxes subject to this relief. Uh, in addition, um, Virginia Department of Taxation has offered a sales tax exemption. Uh, businesses impacted by the pandemic can request an extension of due date for filing and payment of their February 2020 sales tax return due March 20th, 2020 for 30 days. 
when granted, businesses will be able to file and pay no later than April 20th with a waiver of any penalties. Okay. And as, as I mentioned uh, a little while ago, feel free to contact any of the city's development services team. We're here to provide assistance for businesses, uh, property owners, uh, anybody looking to do business in the city of Winchester. Uh, we're still here to help. Uh, we are still moving to get moving forward with uh, development projects. So anybody's interested in moving forward with a project that they had in mind, we are still open for business and we're still trying to help people uh, move in directions of expanding or investing in Winchester. And we've talked about businesses. What about workers? What resources are available out there to help them during this difficult time? So part of what we already talked about with the CARES Act and the the Paycheck Protection Program, that is primarily geared towards helping you know small businesses retain employer okay. employees and and keep people on their payroll and you know not have them you know go on unemployment but there is uh, Virginia has some new initiatives to help residents uh, the waiting period and enhancing eligibility for unemployment benefits has been waived uh, restrictions loosen they've loosened restrictions for those receiving unemployment insurance and there is a prohibition on new eviction cases for tenants who are unable to pay rent as a result of the pandemic and the Virginia State Corporation Commission is directing utilities it regulates electric natural gas water companies uh, to suspend service disconnections for the next 60 days so so there is help yeah. Uh, and, and we're hoping that as this progresses, there, there will be additional programs that, that we can direct people towards. But right. so far, you know, it, it's been a, a, a fairly good response across the board. So we're happy to see that. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we thank you, Sean, for all you're doing to help our local businesses and uh, appreciate your being with us on the podcast. No problem. Thank you for having me. And now it's time for the Now You Know segment. That's where we talk about interesting City of Winchester facts that you may not be aware of or important information you need to know. This segment will focus on what else? The coronavirus symptoms and what to do if you get those symptoms. So, did you know that the incubation time from exposure to showing symptoms is five days and in some cases 14 days? Individuals who know they've been exposed but aren't yet showing symptoms are asked to self-quarantine for 14 days. And of course, those who are most affected or are the most at risk are individuals over 60 years of age, someone with a compromised immune system, such as cancer, diabetes, or an immunosuppressive medication. However, in Virginia thus far, all adult age groups have been affected. So the following symptoms may appear two to 14 days after exposure. They include fever, cough, shortness of breath or trouble breathing, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, new confusion, bluish lips or bluish face. So if you think you've been exposed to the coronavirus or if you have symptoms, the Virginia Department of Health strongly urges you to not go directly to your doctor, urgent care or hospital. Instead, here's what you do. Call Virginia's Health Department's toll-free line at 877-ASK ASKVDH3 or your doctor before going in. Follow instructions provided by your doctor, VDH, and the CDC. If you are severely ill, call 911 
share your concerns with the dispatcher and EMS before making contact with personnel who respond. Well, if you didn't know before, now you know. Checking out some of the upcoming activities, a few ways that you can stay active and connected during the stay-at-home ban. Winchester Parks and Recreation is hosting a weekly Spirit Week full of fun activities for you to do and share with other participants. Check out the Jim Barnett Park Facebook page to participate. Coming soon, several park fitness classes will be available online. Look for the videos on the city's YouTube channel and social media. Winchester Police Department's true crime podcast, Defrost, is often releasing new evidence and information through videos, social media discussions, and previews. You can find the podcast on anchor.fm and more on the new Defrost Facebook group. The Lord Fairfax Health Department Director, Dr. Colin Green, has recommended several outdoor exercise activities that are still permitted to help you stay active while maintaining social distancing. Some may include walking, running, cycling, hiking, golf, frisbee golf, singles tennis, and swimming. When in public areas, be sure to maintain a distance of at least six feet from others, cover your coughs and sneezes, and wash your hands often. And as in any situation, please stay home if you're sick. Thanks so much for joining us on the second season of Rouse Review. I'm Barry Lee with 92.5 Wink FM. We'll be back on the second Thursday in April at 5 p.m. Bye now and stay safe. <laughs>